Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. I've got Polly Eckert with me and we're going to get started in just a couple moments. But while we're uh, waiting or while you're thinking about it, go ahead and take your phone or your computer and share it, like it, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. And if you're watching on Facebook, just get the word out there, share it with people. Uh, let's get the message out. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you and what you're doing to help us get the message out and being a part of Kingdom Talks. Uh, if you want to be a partner with us, you can go to kingdomtalksmedia.com, our website, and go to the giving section. And um, we'll uh, look forward to seeing you there. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and jump on over to meet Polly Eckhart. Now, Polly, you, um, wow, I'm trying to think where we actually met at. I'm uh, where we connected. Do you remember? I think it's when you came here to the Dallas area for a, 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 a gathering in Denton. Yes. Was, yeah. And I saw, offered, you know, you could stay at our house if you wanted to, because we love to do that. And uh, you and Adina took me up on that. And or actually, you, you already had a place and it fell through. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. neat. We had some good chats about all of that. And yes, it was a short. It's always the eagle has landed when you come in and leave. <laughs> it's quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's usually been a kind of just a, and we're doing that again. You know, we're going, getting ready to go on an East Coast trip. And when we go, uh, we've got several homes that we're stopping in just for one night and maybe two, I guess two nights at one. But uh, anyway, I, we love that. We love the personal connection and, and you opened up your home to us. And it was just a beautiful thing. And I know you've had Mike Parsons and Chris Carter and I think Chris Blackaby at your home. Uh, a lot of very different people that uh, are in this movement. So it was a yeah. blessing. Yes, we'd we'd love to have Chris Carter. We haven't had him yet. Oh, I thought you did. We oh. would love to. He's always <laughs> he's always booked. It seems you know when we have an, you know something and we're looking for something. Yeah, so maybe in maybe in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Polly, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about who you are, your 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 background, and and how you got to where you're at today. Um, I'm sure some people would be interested in that because I think a lot of us came out of the church. Uh, era and we're now walking in this movement uh, whether it's walking in the heavens or skywalkers or mystic movement or whatever people want to call it it is it's different and it's fascinating but what about your journey how'd you get here um i came to i came to christ in my early 20s and was uh, uh didn't have the best home situation but god used it all for good and then um, I really had my fill of the whole, uh, I, I was not from Dallas. So I was raised in a little town in the Midwest. So to come here was like culture shock and to then to be a part of a school district that was very, you know, very, um, wanted to be cutting edge and all of that, you know, it's, it's like the part of you that is God connected, what had had its fill, you know, and mm. when, uh, when, when I got married and then um, our first child was due and it, we'd agreed to, um, to to come home. So I came home and that's kind of like broke everything loose. It was kind of like, okay, I'm not having that droning on me every day of, of public school expectations and, and all of that and <laughs> frustrations and all of that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just dove headlong into 
into I, I'm going to raise this child, and and I you know I've had lots of examples of seeing how kids can go one way or another, and so I know that, and I've seen that the hard evidence that when a parents are involved in the home, it's it's better. It's you've got much better chances, and so yeah. we had agreed to do that, did that, and then um, start diving into the whole God thing and. I was already having experiences and I was really hungry for the charismatic stuff came out of a Bible evangelical seminary type situation, really wanted the charismatic really wanted to know. I knew there was more like all of us, you know, you know, there's more. And so even though, you know, Dallas seminary was at that time, you know, very respected, well-respected in the world as an evangelical seminary, you know, all of that but you just still knew this is not it. <laughs> There's got to be more, you know, they just, you know, yeah, okay, yeah. this guy is the best professor in the world and he's skipping over this part. What's up with that? You know, because <laughs> that's the charismatic, that's the life part, you know? And so I stopped taking the theology. I just took the, I just took the um, books of the Bible. What, there was theology stream and then the text stream and they were supposed to, you know, bring you into this, great place and so i can't take the theology anymore <laughs> can't do that can't stomach that so anyway it just you know i somebody said you need to take john paul jackson's classes because you keep having dreams so oh, i did that and yeah. that crossed me over really that that was the crossover that just it's it was a match to the to the you know the tinder you know i yeah. and then i was we were homeschooling and um my kids started having dreams and uh, it just became this family thing. And wow. we, it, it was really incredible what he was telling, especially my son. He was, it was, it's still to this day unfolding what I would have a question and I would just labor with him over this question. And he would tell my son plus more, you know, and that, that verse <laughs> comes to mind that, you know, that, that in, I think it's in Deuteronomy where the, you know, the, the, the gifts that you have are yours, are your, your generations forever. Yeah. That everything, yeah. That, yeah, everything that we do for Christ and engage in him, engage him for, belong to our kids forever, our inherit our heritage forever. Come on. And come on. I guess he was trying to prove <laughs> that to me. I didn't, you know, I didn't understand it in that, that light, but um, it, it was incredible. And then, uh, wow. um, uh, Pretty soon, you know, my kids are gone now, and and um, so when when a friend and, and I came across Ian Clayton, and then Mike Parsons, and then uh, Justin Abraham, and all of those, it gave so much meaning and understanding to what I was experiencing. Yeah. I was experiencing it, and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't grounded in these other realms and these these people in white linen and these that would come and say, "You need a writ." And I would, hmm. I'd go a writ, you know, I'm, you know, and I didn't have a very good attitude about the whole thing because it was so frustrated. And then when I got, <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually though, getting plugged into them and yeah. then the courts of heaven teaching came along actually out of Dallas here. Well, a, a Robert Henderson. Right, you know, right. Major uh, proponent to that. So, right. Uh, that really helped. That really helped give meaning and some kind of coherence to all these parts that for 20 years, they just kept coming in and didn't know what to do with them. Didn't, you know, didn't have a category that was big enough for all of them. So, yeah, it, 
this this stuff I've I know I I know I've been born to do this kind of thing and I just have so loved it and it's it is kind of a uh, a lonely journey isn't it isn't it I mean it you definitely lots of people, but yeah yeah you know I've we've been in this a few years and and the one thing that we can say is that um, it is still a small bubble a very small bubble but it is growing exponentially it's amazing. Uh, it's not just growing in numbers, but it's growing in, um, uh, you know, just people's understanding, <clears throat> people's understanding of things in the heavens and being able to grasp it and move with it has just been incredible. You know, things that like a year ago, you might get a download and you're like, uh, I don't know if I want to share this. Well, now today it's totally normal and we've all passed that. You know, it's <laughs> it's just growing so rapidly. Um it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So your yeah. first contact was with kind of Ian Clayton. Well, I guess Robert Henderson and then Ian Clayton and uh, Mike Parsons. And that's kind of how you stepped into this whole thing. You were already kind of in it. You were just looking for the confirmation and uh, where do I put my feet down? <laughs> yes. You know, and uh, I think we, you know, we caught Ian Clayton on live. He came to Austin with Grant Mahoney. We went there. At that time, there was some, led, you know, pretty landmarkish legislation that was going to pass in Texas. And they had a lady that was doing the whole, uh, she was going to stand up for hours on end and until it could not pass. And uh -huh. it was, good, it was good legislation. And here I saw Grant Mahoney came back the next day and he had this amazing revelation about it. And he was, you know, he's from New Zealand. He didn't right. know. And, uh, and he talked about it and he met the angel over Texas catalyst and he engaged with we and we all engaged with that. And Ian Clayton was there, too. And he was just, you know, he was like my husband really related <laughs> to him. But this was back in the days when he was much more informal, you know, and uh, uh -huh. my husband walked by him or something. And he 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 you know, he did this trick on my husband and and. Uh, so, I mean, it, it was, it was really a fun time. That was back, back. I don't know if that was like 2010, 2009. And then um, we were really, maybe a little after that, because I remember we were just some, I had one friend who was into this as well. And we were just longing for the next release that somebody would put out there. We were just, you know, uh, just really salivating over when is the next one? And then Mike Parsons came along and he started uh -huh. to release things with people asking yeah. real questions and giving us like, okay, there's a super highway up there, but Mike Parsons had the on-ramp, you know? Right, he, right. That's good. Yeah. He got us on there <laughs> and then it felt like, okay, if we just hook into his periodic releases and they weren't you know they weren't they were like maybe once every two weeks or three weeks they weren't very often and uh but that that helped tremendously and so yeah started to converse with him and uh then you'd meet others and then you converse with them and then yeah that yeah and, and um uh, you know like you said, we came out there to go to a meeting at Glory of Zion with Chuck Pierce. Uh, Peter Wagner had already passed by that time, and and um, I can't remember where we were planning to stay or what what happened there. But uh, 
um, yeah, you you invited us, and anyway, that started a, a relationship there where you know I love your husband Tim, he's awesome, and and both of you just being a place where you're gathering people, you're already gathering people, and and so you've also you've been a big proponent of the courts, and I know you have a Facebook page called Beyond the Courts. Um, you mind sharing a little bit about that? What what's that all about? What's what's going on there? Sure, love to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It was hard to find a title that would encapsulate um, people coming and people advancing. And so we were thinking, okay, well, a lot of in this area are coming in through the, uh, the expanded understanding of the courts because yeah. of Robert Henderson, because of different groups that had spun off from there. And there's lots of interest, lots of talk. And so, and he was right here in, in South Dallas. Now he's in Waco, but, um, and okay. so uh, we, we, we kept finding that you learn about the courts and you get so much gratification out of figuring out, wow, I went to court for yeah. this issue and I saw it change. I saw it change yeah. in my life. I saw it change in my family. As far as they would let it, it would change, you know, right. line up with it. And then we, but we started seeing that it wasn't like you're going to, uh, rule the world that way so to speak to <laughs> that wasn't good that wasn't it it was okay. the relationship with god and letting him take you and let like just agreeing with the process in a submitted but believing way and yeah. it, it usually i mean i mean more than 50 percent would end up out of the courts it would end up in councils it would end up in um uh, places in heaven where you where you got more insight it would you know where you'd have other beings it filling you in and and telling you other ways and you, you didn't even understand that that was related to what your issue was you know yeah you're like i'm still a baby you know you'd come out of there thinking i'm such a baby when am i gonna <laughs> it was really yeah the better yeah. accelerated yeah. way for us was start and learn about the, the courts of heaven but you're really going to end up in many other places doing things that are the most effective and and they they know that better than I would. You yeah, you know, know that that was our, our first experience into this realm was through Robert Henderson as well. Someone had invited him out and we hosted him at our place in Sacramento, Kingdom Equipping Center there. And he came out and um, uh, shared and we were like, wow, you know, blown away. This was, and, and in fact, I, I've, I've even got a, a book written and it, it should be published hopefully this month. Uh, and I tell the story about how, you know, we kind of went, you know, it was introduced through Robert Henderson and, and then, um, uh, but we kept realizing, wait a minute, there's more and there's more and there's more. And, uh, you know, then we too got introduced to Ian Clayton and, and uh, Mike Parsons and so many others that it's like, wow, yeah, there is so much more. And the fact that you just spend the time in the heavens whether it's in one court or another court or a council or, or whatever it is, just spending time in that meditative place in the heavens begins to change you. You know, it's like the frequency of heaven permeates every fiber of your being and you begin to change and, and you begin to uh, uh, reflect that into the, in the earth. And it's really, really powerful. So do you have any specific encounters that you remember or, or journal that uh, you are free to share? Yes, yes. Uh, probably one of my favorites that um, just exactly what you're saying, Gil, like you, you start to 
become who you were always meant to be and you vibrate yeah. differently you, your frequency changes and that's yeah. maybe in the uh, unseen but in the natural you know in your heart uh, i'm different i, I yeah. said listen to all that when i used to get up and argue back or whatever you know whatever trade <laughs> yeah. is working on you know you know right right and uh so i i was going to court um for a certain issue i i i I didn't really get anything back. Like I didn't know what I, if I connected. And that <laughs> night, that night um, I had angels come and they, they took me up a stairway, a moving stairway. And I'm like, this is really important. I just knew lucidly as I'm dreaming or experiencing this, this is really, really important. And I, I know and my lesson that I had learned so far was <laughs> keep your mind blank because they know everything you're thinking. Right you don't have to say it out loud they just know it so i'm working so hard on trying to keep my mind blank that i i almost blew the encounter they they take me into this this place where the ceiling is drooping like this and i'm working to see across to this particular blonde angel that i i have had several encounters with and he's he's just uh like a maybe you would compare him to maybe a 20 year old he's just full of energy and full you know he's got this blonde curly hair that's you know, longer and, and he's got a really zippy personality. And I, I don't know his name. I just know him. And um, he, he's talking and I'm trying to keep my eyes in the whole time. I'm thinking, keep your mind blank, keep your mind blank, keep your mind blank, which is really wrong, really should be take in, take it in, take it in. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I couldn't do that. And, <laughs> and so finally, he just turns to me and he says, and I'm the only one there, there's me and a whole bunch of angels. And he says, go out there. And I knew so parts of me, you know, you spirit man knows all things. Yeah. Even the deep things of God. So the spirit man in me knows that's really dangerous out there. That's a demonic flyway. If I go out there, <laughs> demons are coming after me. They're accessing the courts of heaven or some part, you know, they're not all over heaven. I, I know that, but there's some place in heaven where they're allowed to, they're called to court. You know, it could be one possibility. I just knew they were out there. And so yeah. I go out there. I just talk, I just like, you know, when you're willing yourself to go do something, you don't, I'm doing that. And I step out there and I start flying and I, I hear the thought come to my head. How do I get them to follow me? I don't even know how I knew that, but my spirit man knew it from probably what he said that I wasn't consciously listening to. And I saw these lights stop. They were whizzing by me both directions. I saw them stop and turn at me and fly at me like, light speed <laughs> literally and i knew i just turned i turned my intention toward that place that i had come from and i was inside it was like mm. in no time no space i was just inside yeah, and yeah. that that was the manifold wisdom of god there is a place in heaven called the manifold wisdom of god it's about the mysteries especially the one that the jews and gentiles no longer were divided they were one and so wow, yeah. yeah, there's lots that downloads that came from that. But I, I came in there and the angel is just rolling on the floor, laughing at me, just rolling, <laughs> laughing at me. Like, do you get it now? <laughs> do you get it? And I'm like, not really. You know, <laughs> it's going to take a while. Um, I've got a bit of I got a bit more than I had, you know, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been back there now that the, the ceiling is not drooping, at least for me, it's not drooping anymore. And we've been taken there in encounters. And it's it's a, it's an amazing place for strategy. I mean, yeah. 
strategy. That, and that, yeah. oh, okay, then John Paul Jackson, this is before Ian Clayton, right? John Paul Jackson interpreted that because I didn't know, I didn't, he, you know, he would take one from each person in the room and that was mine. I shared that and he was like, okay, so that what you, and they knew it was manifold wisdom of God. They, they all figured that out. And they're saying, what you're doing is when you go out there, demons come after you and the purposes of God get through. That's why you were supposed to draw them because you understand the principle of the manifold wisdom of God. Huh. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still getting that, but you, you understand just to turn, just to turn, to just turn your attention to the uh, yeah. wisdom of God. And, and that's all they're lost. They can't get you. They can't find you. And the purpose of God just got through for that person. So it's, it can be for nations. It can be for, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's very, it's, it's kind of the, uh, the enactment, the heavenly enactment of the verse um the meek shall inherit the earth yeah 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 well and as you're saying that i'm like wow we need to get uh, america on board with that to get over this crisis where actually the whole world needs to come on board with this uh just so that you know we can be hidden from the darkness that is trying to just create all the chaos and all the the the, the bickering and fighting against one another that we could um, bypass that by staying focused on the manifold wisdom of God and what he's doing. And and we do that. We do that. We don't engage with the enemy in his own tactics, which unfortunately is what I see a lot of right now. I see a lot of Christians uh, or even people in this movement <clears throat> who have kind of reverted back to old ways of, I'm just going to do this myself. I'm tired of waiting on God. I'm going to just go do something. And we may very well just be doing something in total opposition to what Father's doing uh, and not even know it because we're, we're focused on, uh, you know, uh, we're offended. Okay, so that's what's going on is for the most part, we're offended. We're offended that they're forcing us to get vaccines or they're, you know, uh, you know whatever it might be. We're, we're offended. That's the bottom line. And we have to get to a place where we are in Christ fully there is no offense, and we can operate out of what Father's doing, which is only love, and come and stand, you know, against the darkness without having to kind of operate in the darkness, you know, or be the darkness to fight the darkness. Because that's what, you know, a lot of people want to go out, a lot of Christians and good people are wanting to go out and bust heads, you know. <laughs> and, you know, in some ways I don't blame them, but it's still not the right thing. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I, I have some thoughts that cross my mind sometimes. I just, and I'm like, sorry, Father, sorry. I want to do what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I, I, I've never, you know, and my husband is one that's, he's a fighter. He's, and so for him to have his, you know, he's worked there for 30 years, his com the company he works for, for them to come and say, look, you don't get a vaccine by October 1st, you're out, you know. Well, he's, he's had to stand up to that. And I, and I've seen such huge growth in that. So I, I don't want to leave the impression that, you know, it's about meekness and, and somebody interpret that in some way that I'm not saying. And totally that, hear that, you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, a lot of people take what we're teaching and sharing and say that, you know, we're just being passive. It's like, right. no, we're not being passive. Right. I want to do the thing that's going to be the most effective. And I know that that thing that's going to be the most effective is what father's doing, not what I can come up with, not that's me. So See, 
so much of the time we will act and we'll say, well, I'm, I'm passionate about this. I'm like, no, you're using passion to justify your anger and frustration and the things you want to do. You know, passion, I believe, is what Father puts in us that creates something beautiful. He's put something in each and every one of us, and it's a passion to create something and do something beautiful. Going out and wanting to bust heads and, you know, stand and yell at people in picket line or something, uh, that I don't know that that's it. You know, and I'll take that back and just say that if Father tells you to do that, if you yeah. know that's what Father's saying to do, then do that. Yes. But just make yeah. sure it's what Father's saying to do. And, and so I know that, that, you know, He can do more you know, than I can. He can do a thousand times better than I can you know, on my best day. So why would I want to try to do what I think is great or best when I can go see what he's doing and come out a thousand times better? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah. I, I thank you so much, Gil, for your voice, because it doesn't always, it's received differently from a male. And that's nothing, mm. you know, I don't have any compunction <clears throat> about male or female that it's just, yeah, for men coming up, for, for you know for all of us where we're at sometimes to hear hear that from a man is really powerful you know yeah mm. but it, it is unfortunately you know if we're not looking to step into our divine identity we will revert back to our old ways and and uh, I can assure you we're the, the divine identity steps into higher and higher levels of love. And we have to figure out how to operate and function in love. Um, you know, the people that are making the laws right now or, or the mandates and requiring this or that, guess what? God loves them too. They are not the enemy. You know, they, they may be doing a lot of things that we don't like, but, uh, you know, well, and even if they are the enemy, Jesus said to love our enemies as well. So... Is, you know, we got we we like to just take the verses that give us the right to go and just <laughs> and believe me, I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah. And there's times for that. There's times for that, you know, where he, yeah. give you a strategy. They don't quit. Don't quit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, not not without relationship. We can't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell me more about, you know, the Beyond the Courts. Uh, how long have you been operating that? Uh, and what, what uh, I guess you kind of already shared a little bit about what started it, but tell me a little bit more. Yeah, um, you know, I can't give you an exact year. It's been a while. Uh, I mean, maybe it's closing in on eight years, maybe. Oh, wow. Wow. I think maybe okay. eight, eight years, but yeah, that's a rough guess. Um, and it has changed over there. Uh, you know, I remember thinking um, we were, you know, hemming and hawing around about Dallas-Fort Worth. And I was just going to call it Dallas Ecclesia. And just, you know, again, it's not something about numbers so yeah. much. You know, it's it's more like, man, there's people out there that want more like like I did. And, and you're so alone. And, and it's very hard. It, if, if there's anywhere we could have a public place where they could come and receive encouragement, receive uh, training, receive learning, even bit by bit, because this model uh, comes bit by bit and your mind gets reconstructed bit by bit and your heart becomes what you thought was open. You realize it was not open and it becomes yeah. open bits by bit by bit. And so that was the, the thought was people need little bits, uh, at a time over time you know kind of like yeah. ultimate impact your class 
yeah. class that we're doing here is is has been like that. Really good chunks. Yeah. Chunks repeatedly. Yeah. And that's you know I I I absolutely absolutely love Mike Parsons. But I had such a hard time going through, you know, one and two hour sessions. <laughs> you know, my mind was already fried after 10 minutes. Uh, you know, <laughs> what, what do I do with the rest? <laughs> uh, but, you know, that was one of the reasons we, we did those short segments like that, because we, uh, you know, that's, you know, the human race is basically just in a place where we can only take so much at a time. And um, we really just wanted to focus on that. But, yeah, um, uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that at another time, you know, how that's going with your group and the ultimate impact. Uh, it's, um, it's good. good. <laughs> yes. Good, good. Well, um, so what else, what's, so what has Father got on your heart right now in terms of like a message that's, you know, just coming out that you feel like, you know, the world is supposed to hear, you know, your group is supposed to hear. So in this case, if Father, unless Father's got a check on it, what's, can you share it with the rest of the world? <laughs> Well, this is a fun one, uh, and it is for the rest of the world in that, you know, there's certain things in land that were made and created, maybe even a lot of them, pre-flood, which walked in um, and were meant to establish the power that God himself describes as, you know, there's no stopping them now. They're about to build the ziggurat, Babylon, you know, or, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he says, you know what, they're, they're together, so they're, uni they're in unity. And they understand enough that there's no stopping them now. They've built this Tower of Babel. If we don't go down and change up the languages, it's, it's curtains, man. We're, we're in trouble. And so that, uh, that thing, that principle uh, that you see also in the Garden of Eden, that um, the, the garden, the land gave back to Adam and Eve. It gave back to them. And after the, at the fall, when God is talking to them about the consequences of what just happened, he says, you know, the, the land isn't going to give back to you anymore. It's going to give you thorns and thistles, and you're going to have to work and sweat really, really hard for what you used to not have to work that hard for. I mean, I'm not saying they didn't work at all. I'm saying it was greatly yeah. multiplied in, in her her pain and childbirth was multiplied. But if you look back to that word, it actually is worrisomeness. And so that uh -huh. dynamic, because there's a lot of things that could go wrong. So mothering now, nurturing life, which was Eve's job, now it's become so complicated. You know, it's like, it's a lot of pain. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. that principle we we keep we've been tracing this for a while and i think so many other voices in this uh model have to romans 8 where you can see wait a minute all the creation is just waiting for us as sons to get it yeah. and to manifest who we are as sons and that is going and that that's going to free nature and when and create all yeah. the creation and when that happens um uh, the whole world is going to have to make a choice. You know, is 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 he who he says he is, or is he not? I mean, it, it it's going to be yeah. a major turning point, and that's kind of where we are. There is an actual rock wall in Rockwall, Texas, which is a suburb. And if you look on a map, it goes Fort Worth, Dallas, Rockwall. It's it's in a straight line. Which you, now you're thinking ley lines. So there's a straight uh -huh. line, and that thing is an amazing structure. So think Tower of Babel. It was a ziggurat. It was huge. 
well, this rock wall goes on and on and on and on for miles. It's completely encompassed. It turn, you know, it starts here and ends here. It's a, it's an enclosed thing, really, really tall. And um, so, t think about this. Think about the intention of their heart and the work of their hands that it took over time to make that thing. Even if they were giants, they still yeah. they had to have men do it, or they did it, or something, because it's not naturally occurring. Even though the so history the channel will tell you. But are you yeah. now? Are you talking about this rock wall that's there in yeah. Dallas? It's yeah. natural. Well, the History Channel will tell you it's naturally occurring, but read the comments underneath it. It's like there's okay. No I got it. Okay, right. I, I was I was going somewhere else. With, and I, well, I've never heard of this though. That's interesting. Yeah. You have to show it to us next time we're down there. It, it's mostly underground because oh, okay. of the flood. You know, there's parts of it that are above, <laughs> and for the History Channels. Uh, expose of this they dug down all the way down and found it to be extremely tall i can't remember uh -huh. the exact numbers but far you know like maybe a three-story house two three-story house something like that it's extremely okay. tall. and so you can see the the principles coming into play okay god so if they're in unity over time with this intention and here's the thing this is why they say it's mm. this is fascinating so they take the rocks to uh, a, a college here and they have them tested magnetically and the frequency is all in the same direction so their conclusion was that has to be naturally occurring well no it, it, elijah threw <laughs> threw an axe head in the water and made it float i mean he, he certainly right. they could you know that was one of the secrets of fallen angels knew i'm i'm now yeah. i know i'm taking some liberty here but i bet they could make uh, the magnetic polarity the magnetic field in raw yeah. all the same direction because that was that was that's too uncanny for it even so what what do you think all that means then i mean what was this for what is it a central point for something now what what do you think all that means yeah here's what god said about it so tim bentz awesome tim bentz awesome man from yep, he came down and talked to us about it. He's the one that really got us going on it. And then we start, you know, researching and all this stuff. And then um, coming to conclude, well, so we were asking God and God said, okay, you're missing the point. <laughs> He's like, as great and awesome as that is, and I'm, and, and I'm glad you guys know that now. The point is you and me, all of you as an ecclesia, far, 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 far outweigh the um, uh, superconducting ability oh, yeah. <laughs> of that thing, of that Tower of Babel, yeah. of the Stonehenge, of, of yeah. ro the rock wall, of, uh, you know, you, you see them all over. Absolutely. With uh, yeah. uh, sun, stars, and planets, and solstices, and all that. You know, and, and I'll just in massive agreement with you on that, you know, I, I went to uh, Sedona, Arizona, and, you know, they have these vortexes, um, a lot of them around that area that people, you know, claim are portals and, you know, into other dimensions and all that. And I'm like, I'm curious. I want to go see these things. So I'm, I'm out and I'm going to them and I'm, and I'm standing on one of them. And I'm like, you know, it's like, Father, I'm not getting anything. And he said to me, but you are the vortex. Oh, you are the portal. You are the gate. You know, lift up your head. Lift up your head, O ye gates. We are the gate between the kingdom and this realm. We are the portal. 
You know, so what you said, you know, it's that you're, the ecclesia, the people are so much more powerful than anything man-made or natural. Yeah. We are the poor. And, and wow, I could go down that road for quite a while. There's a ton of stuff on that. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating, <laughs> isn't it? It's, it's it so is. Fascinating. They, they, they learned how to, you know, encapsulate the laws or physics laws at that time. But yeah, Jesus took them all. <laughs> Jesus. Absolutely. And, and, and we are just now starting to wake up to understand who and what we are and how powerful we are. And, you know, hence the maturing sons. And, you know, so I want to ask you, what what do you think are some of the attributes of a mature son? Oh, man. Well, you know, I, I probably already said this, but bears repeating the, that meekness to the true meekness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, it's not weakness. Right. That, that you get that they're, they know they're powerful, but it's under control. Yeah. It's under submission. Yeah. That is, it's just so attractive and so, um, you know, like intriguing, I think to mankind when they yeah. see that on a person, no, no, he's gone. You know, it's like, they're, they're not, they're not yeah. hanging around. They're not, you know, waiting for the, you know, to get the kudos, kudos. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Yeah. You're in there. So, I, I mean, that's the one he's really uh, beat into, not beat into my, he's, he's, he's made that lesson clear. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> Feels like a beating. Totally hear you. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, I, you know, father's got to take a two by four and whack. Yeah. You got it now? Yeah. <laughs> He's not trying to be mean. He's just making sure it gets drilled in. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be. Yeah. yeah. And, just, and I give him permission. It's like, do it all you need to. I want to make sure I get this. Yes. He's yeah. really trusted in that. And yeah. uh, the whole love thing. The, the, yeah. the, uh, there's a, you know, you think about, well, what is his greatest characteristic? You know, that because I want to be like him. And you're like, well, to put that blood on that mercy seat, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not the love seat. It's not the, I mean, it's a form of love, but it's not anything else. It's the mercy seat that he could yeah. forgive, that he could forgive us. He could forgive anyone of anything at any time. Uh, I mean, I mean, too much mercy is, is like too much sugar, you know, it's just laugh, but um, yeah, to see it maturely applied in a mature son, Man, that's yeah. rare. That is, yeah, rare and yeah. superior, you know, to the world. So I that's good. I, yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm just writing that some of that stuff down, and and um, just some other thoughts that came into mind that kind of played off some of the words you used. You know, is that, you know, a, a mature son is going to walk in pure confidence, which is not arrogance, but it's actually humility. And but they walk in that pure confidence of knowing who they are, knowing that they have full power and they don't need to show off, you know. So there's that. It's identity. It's knowing who they are and then the mercy and, and being unoffendable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Robbie Dawkins just comes to mind when you what you just described. God bless that guy yeah. in Afghanistan. Wow. Huh. I think he's in Pakistan right now. But anyway. Hmm. I'm not familiar with him. I'm not sure. Oh, I don't think anyway. Yeah. He's uh, just a 
he's a son. He might not line up with this model entirely, but he's doing it. <laughs> he's living yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And he's uh, yeah. Very cool. So uh, another question I've been asking, you know, people have been having conversations with um, is, uh, you know, what do you think would be some of the most important things we could do right now, especially those of us in this movement, to help change the world, to help shift the world into a better place? The most, the most power, one of the most powerful court um, encounters, I'll just call it that because it is beyond the courts, but you, it starts out as a, a court encounter and then it you know, goes from there was we were taken from the courts and this was about Australia and they wanted, mm. a certain lady wanted uh, CBD oil to be legal there and it wasn't. Well, you know, that's a good thing. And the question you always ask is, will that put the kingdom forward? Will that advance the kingdom of God? So we're like, okay, we'll bring that in, but just lay it down because we'll just go ask God about yeah. what he wants to do. Well, here yeah. starts coming, flooding her mind, the thoughts flooding her mind that, you know, we have this covenant, this, it, and it's pretty, pretty widely known, like as somebody in the South Sea of Australia back in the 1700s or some, maybe even before that had made a covenant with the Holy Spirit and renamed uh, the, the, the waters there for the land of the Holy Spirit. And if huh. you Google it, you'll find all the details. It's beautiful. She knew that. Okay. She got the words out for it. And we were taken to this place in heaven. And there was this gold ring. It was like on fire. It was so full of light. And it was a place where covenants are recognized. It was out of the court buildings, per se, that I've ever been in. It was a different building. And it was where covenants are honored kept you know like that it was and once we said that within one day two two days everything started shifting in australia mm -hmm. and they got a new prime minister and he was a spirit-filled christian first one ever um wow. i know australia right now is kind of really suffering but i and i don't know what part all that has played out this has been a couple of years back where that happened, we were like, wow, that was us. That was wow. us. Yeah. And the guy that was in the prime minister role was not even um, being rejected or being scrutinized. He, he it, it just, everything shifted. Hmm. And he was out and by the end of the week, the new guy was in. We were like, wow, that was us. Wow. But it was out of that covenant. It was out of, you know, historically remembering and remembering it with God that Wow, those those are I'll never forget how that was very powerful, probably the most powerful encounter I ever had beyond the courts. Wow. So um, kind of what I'm hearing is so one of the things that I, I I hear, you know, coming from you is obviously we in this movement need to be going into the heavens and corporately going to the courts. And um, I just know our, our way of interacting in the courts oftentimes starts with our own repentance. And so going in it corporately, then we can represent our nation. We can represent the world and begin to repent for, you know, especially those of us who are maturing into this sonship, that we repent for, you know, sliding backwards a little bit, maybe engaging with darkness to fight the darkness and that type of thing. Repent for the places where we have not loved well so that the enemy no longer has that legal right 
to keep messing things up, you know, doing whatever he's doing to keep the chaos going and, and, and escalating situations, but just to repent for those those situations, and then uh, and then just also look at where are we in agreement with, you know, anger, <laughs> and frustration, uh, things that are not love. Where are we in agreement with things like that, um, and what lies are we believing? You know, for me, that's a kind of a tough one because we've got so much propaganda coming at us from different directions. It's like, what's truth? Jesus, I lay it in your hands because <laughs> I don't know. I've got to rely on your divine discernment to show me where I need to line up and where I need to come out of agreement with certain things. But just to allow the blood of Jesus to disintegrate all that out of our lives in the courts so that we can then begin to engage without all that baggage and all the legal rights of the enemy kind of hanging on us and beating on us while we're trying to do what Father's doing. So, I, you know, I don't know, you know, I read a lot into that, obviously, but, um, you know, the courts are absolutely a good place, you know, even a necessity in this season for us to go and engage there to see what Father's doing and see what, see where we're in agreement with the enemy in one way or another. Because, again, that's what I'm feeling and sensing is that there's a lot of agreement with the enemy and people don't even know it. They're engaging with, you know, their anger and their frustration and their um, offense in order to try to correct things. And, you know, maybe Father will show them something that well, where, where they will wind up doing the same thing that they're doing now, but it'll be under his jurisdiction versus you know, under the, under the, what the enemy's doing. Cause we can, we can do things in love that look exactly like somebody else is doing something in anger and frustration. Now, again, you got to look at that. I mean, Jesus turned over some tables and he had a three corded whip, you know, doesn't say he hit anybody and it doesn't say that he got aggressive in any way, shape or form, but whatever he did, he did in love and it cleared out the temple. <laughs> I would change the lens a little bit and I would change mm -hmm. it to, do I keep my covenants? Because, you know, Jesus is the covenant keeper. Do I keep my what? Covenants. My covenant. Oh, okay, okay. Marriage yeah. covenant, um, all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and looking back um, personally and bloodline and just taking that issue and realizing all of those other things I can do wrong or right the rest of my life. They can, they can, bug me, but I'm thinking too small. I'm, uh -huh. I'm really thinking too small. I, I really am a covenant keeper. And if I keep my covenant with Jesus, I'll do those things. I won't do them perfectly, but when I'm brought, when it's brought up to me, I can easily say, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, it, and a heartfelt, yeah. it's like, if I keep my covenant with him, he's the one that keeps my covenant with the father. He's that's his, he's the mediator, you know? And so yeah. it's like, if I walk that out in my life, then I can hold every other, I mean, at some point, I don't know where that point would be, each person would have to find, but there's some point where you can approach the courts of heaven because of the covenant, because of covenant. Like those things are at the heart of God. Those are, that is his form, his one, his highest form of keeping relationship. And we all know it's about, as Mike Parsons teaches, you know, relationship and responsibility. He says, those are the two arms of this model. And if you're responsible in your relationship, mm -hmm. you've just got a golden key in your hand, you know, that, but father, you're the covenant keeper. 
and this covenant has been broken up. I, I, you know, I came to Christ through a divorce very young. I, so you might say I'm a, I'm a, a broken covenant person and you would be right in the legalistic sense in, in the United States of America. Um, boy, that drove me to the Lord really hard. <laughs> I was about 25 years old. And that's really how I came to the Lord. But anyway, wow. Wow. Uh, my whole life changed out of that. Uh, I'm like, anyway, but the cup, co- keeping a covenant, if that's the intent of your heart and you work with your hands in your life, make your choices out of that, you've really got the heart of God because that's how he keeps relationship. That's his highest, you know, um, if you're going to work with me, we're going to be in covenant and I got your back. So you got to, ha- you know, you got to have the kind of the heart to have my back, although we'll never, you know, protect him like he protects us. I mean, all of that, just the intentions of our heart and that we do, we actually follow through on that. You're a covenant keeper. You have, you can now, when you walk the earth, like we said earlier, gates and heads, uh, that mm-hmm. we are the portals that we are. Yeah. We, we have everything. If it's the connection yeah. that we keep, we have everything. All the other stuff is nickels and dimes. It's important yeah. and it adds up, but the connection is the covenant in the right. Yeah. No, that that's so good. I mean, uh, you know, it kind of kind of goes back to tree of life versus tree of knowledge, or you know, um, doctrine versus relationship. And the fact is, you know, you can have all the right doctrine in the world and not have a relationship and it's not going to do you any good that all that doctrine is not going to do you any good if you don't have a relationship but the other the inverse is correct as well that you can have a great relationship with Jesus Father Holy Spirit and not know squat about any doctrine or theology and you're still good to go <laughs> you know so you know it's like okay so where should our focus be it should be in that covenant that relationship you know and you know someone who doesn't know any better might not even call it a covenant but they've got that relationship that intimacy yeah. and it's, it's working out of out of them and through them even though they don't understand they're in covenant <laughs> yeah it's the so oneness good. that everyone you kind of hear that buzzword today oneness we're all going yeah. for oneness you know that's that's yeah. oneness. That's the difference between a contract, you know, and a covenant. Yeah, it's, that's good. Works. That's good. It's really good. So we got about five minutes left. Oh, I want you to do a couple things for me. Number one, how pe- how can people get in touch with you? Is it okay for them to reach out to you? Um, absolutely. To to uh, to join the Facebook group, uh, there's two of them. There's Dallas Fort Worth Ecclesia, and that okay. one's more you know talks <clears throat> about meetings and so on. And then the mm-hmm. other one is. Uh, beyond the courts of heaven and anybody can join either of those you don't have to just live in dallas but but also we've got a, a website coming out it's polyeckert.net not dot com dot yeah, net yeah. and um, on that there is a book coming that um you will hear about that is that will talk about a lot of these things that god's taught us over the years and and that we've seen work and and uh yeah yeah awesome, awesome. Yeah. So uh, and so, the name of it again of the of the two Facebook sites. Name, Beyond the Courts of one? Heaven. Okay. And Dallas Fort Worth Ecclesia. Okay, and so if, as you're watching this right now, uh, obviously this will air a little bit later. But as you, you know, people watching this right now, if you look in the notes, the in the notes will be the links so that you can uh, connect with Polly that way. Uh, all right, so we got about like three or four more minutes. Uh, anything else you want to share with people? 
just getting getting a message, a word or your heart out there to them. Yes, yes. We do have a third group that's sort of hidden and secret and you could never find it because it's uh, it's the one we ascend out of every Sunday morning. So it's like instead of church, we uh, we just chase themes with the Lord and wait on him and like that. And that one is available to anybody. Again, it doesn't cost any money. It's just free to join and, and, and join us on Sunday morning. But you need to take some uh, understandings before you just jump in there. And those classes are, are about to be offered um, 24-7, like we'll tape them and post them on our website. But for right now, they'll probably be taught again, say, I don't know, maybe this fall again, like October-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's about four classes. It comes on Wednesday nights. And we send <laughs> out of that. It's kind of like ultimate impact, but it's more. It's a bigger chunk. It's probably a half hour of teaching and then a half hour of ascending like that. And you do that about four times with us out of that model for yourself. Gee, I want to get that that meekness piece, Lord. Gee, I I need that, you know, those kind of things. And about four or five, depending on how much we talk. And then then you're then you're if you want to come Sunday morning to those, uh, they're very targeted. Yeah, that's a. They, we've got a cohesion going on there in the group and we, yeah. so very cool. Open to anybody. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, Polly, uh, this has been a long time coming. Uh, I don't know how many times we've kind of connected and unconnected and reconnected and tried to get, uh, this schedule and so forth. But, uh, I'm glad you finally were able to get on here and we, we, we connected this way. I mean, yeah, I think anyway, it, back and forth between different things. Uh, so anyway, I just honor you and thank you and Tim for opening up your home, you know, to people coming through there. Um, just you're, you've been such a, a beacon of light for this whole movement uh, in that area. And just, um, I don't know if anybody else in the area that's doing what you're doing. So oh, just blessings you. to you and your husband. Thank you very yeah. much. We, we're yeah. very excited about the future. Yeah. Yeah sure a lot more is yet to come absolutely yes, yeah. yes. so exciting mm-hmm. now do you have time we didn't talk about it but uh we usually do like a 10 15 minute segment of uh, behind the scenes if you're willing to do that and we'll go a little deeper on some other subjects maybe sure okay so uh if you're watching and you would like to see the behind the scenes sections go to kingdomtalksmedia.com go to the uh, shortcuts menu and there's a drop down there and, and there's a behind the scenes section. You can click on that and that'll take you through the process. Um, there, there's a, it's $10 to become a member and you get the videos ahead of time. You also get the behind the scenes. So, uh, just encourage you to take a look at all that. Uh, we appreciate any and all support. You can go there to become a partner as I mentioned before as well. We so appreciate each and every one of you and uh, just keep sharing it and getting the word out. We love you guys. Blessings. Thank you, Polly, for being on here. Love you. And we will see you all next time. Take care.